trying to sift through what happened on Sunday. And yeah, a post-week three free agent primer here on Locked On Cardinals. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Clancy. I'm the host of this podcast, Locked On Cardinals. You can follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. You can follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards, and you can subscribe to the YouTube channel if you so desire as well. Hit a like on this video, leave a comment. Uh, thanks to everybody who makes Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. You know, uh, and, and a special thank you to everybody who joined the Twitter spaces and halftime show, uh, like I do every Sunday. Um, wasn't the most exciting, wasn't the most positive, it wasn't the most uplifting performance by the Cardinals on Sunday. And it's led me to think about a couple specific things. Uh, One, do they need to add some free agents to this roster and maximize the salary cap space that they have? I think, I believe they have about 8 million. Do they need to add some pieces with the injury-laden roster they have now? Number two, where are the rookies? Where's Cam Thomas? Where's Trey McBride? Especially where's Trey McBride? And MyJ Sanders, another healthy, healthy scratch. And third, am I being too harsh on Cliff? We can talk about it, but it's going to be a short conversation, I think, because I really thought about it. You know, I don't want to eviscerate anybody. And again, these, these are not personal attacks on Cliff as a human being. This is the avatar of the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Am I being too harsh on Cliff? Quickly first, before getting into that and before getting into free agent targets the Cardinals should look at right now that will immediately help their roster in myriad different ways. The snap counts for the rookies, it's becoming kind of a joke. Uh, Trey McBride, five snaps. Six, six snaps in three weeks. He was a healthy scratch in week one. Cam Thomas, three snaps on Sunday. And MyJ Sanders has yet to take his first NFL snap. So let's break this up into two parts. Trey McBride, I don't get it. I don't get it. He's been in camp. He knows the system well enough, why is he not on the field getting targets? I know he was missed on one play, but when we're discussing, well, yeah, the Cardinals wide receiver room is pretty undersized at this point with A.J. Greenhurt and DeAndre Hopkins out, even though Hop is only six feet anyways. Trey McBride's a big boy. Zach Ertz is a big boy. Zach Ertz gets his targets. Zach Ertz eats. Some check down stuff. He got his red zone target yesterday, and it was a screamer from Kyler Murray. I don't, you know, mutual fault there. But why they're not trying to exploit mismatches with Trey McBride being the best tight end to come out of the draft? Why did you draft him then if you're not going to use him right away? Especially when the wide receiver core is banged up. What's the hesitancy? 
What's the hesitancy? Line them up outside. Who cares? Cliff, Kings, Cliff Kingsbury's offense is, is intertwinable anyways. If you can run routes, you can run routes. He doesn't have to line up at the tight end position. So I don't really understand why we haven't seen Trey McBride more at all, really. Why draft him? You'll be the tight end for the future. Cool. The Cardinals need offense now. Now. They didn't get in the end zone yesterday. They need offense now. Not for the future. Not for the future. Now. Ain't going to be a future with Kyler Murray if they don't start winning now. I'm not saying he's going to request a trade, but in three years, if the Cardinals win seven games this year and seven games next year, wouldn't be crazy to think that he'd want out. I'm not saying it's going to happen. We're not talking Armageddon, but I am also talking about how the Cardinals need offensive output now. All hands on deck. Trey McBride, the best tight end in the draft. Give him some more reps. And on the other side, when the Cardinals need pass rush help, Cam Thomas is only on the field a handful of snaps, and MyJ Sanders is a healthy scratch. It's not doomsday three weeks in, okay? And I'm not saying that it is. I'm not hoping that it is by any stretch. But it just seems like this is a traditional Steve Kime draft player path. I mean, a third-round pick is not a sixth-round flyer. And Maji Sanders can't find the field. He can't find the field. So it's off-putting, let's say that, through three weeks. It's off-putting that none of these guys have made any sort of integral part onto this team on their respective sides of the ball. When a roster, injury-laden, could use all the help they can get. And the guys can't see the field. So you want to have the argument, you want to have the discussion that Vance Joseph and the Cardinals don't like to play rookies? Sure, we can have that conversation. Absolutely. Um, I don't think that's the case in a vacuum. I still hold true to the fact that I think, in my humblest of opinion, Alex Lancey hosts Lockdown Cardinals, is Vance Joseph plays the best player. And if the rookies aren't ready, the rookies aren't ready. He's not playing Isaiah Simmons. He's playing Nick Vigil over Isaiah Simmons. He's playing Zeke Turner over Isaiah Simmons. Maybe because Isaiah Simmons isn't the best player at that position to give the Cardinals defense the best chance to stop the opposing offenses. Maybe. I don't think it's personal. I don't think it's a rule that's written where he doesn't want to play rookies. I don't think that's it. I just don't think the Cardinals have had a rookie that has been worth the snaps that other starters get. I think the latter is far more plausible than the former. Well, you got to play them sometime. Sure. When they're ready. Yeah. When they're ready. If they're ready. And that is a very uncomfortable conversation to have because it's multifaceted. Is it Vance Joseph? Is it the players? Is it Steve Kahn drafting incorrect players for Vance Joseph's scheme for this team? Or is it a mixture of both? Is it a mixture of all of it? We don't know. And that's one of the bigger issues with this team. We don't know what the problem is. There are a lot of potentials for what the problem is, but we don't know what the actual problem is. And that's 
the scary part. Am I being too harsh on Cliff? I'm going to do a whole damn segment on it, okay? And I don't like doing this. I don't like having these conversations. I don't like bashing a head coach. But until things change and they haven't at the root of Cliff Kingsbury as the head coach since 2019, since he was hired, the things haven't changed. Am I being too harsh on him? I'll talk about it next. First, prize picks. I love prize picks. I love prize picks because it makes what I like to do easy. Okay? It's an app. It's a website. You go to prize picks and you're like, listen, I want to look at the Cardinals game against Carolina in week four. And I want to look at the prize picks projections for Kyler Murray's passing yardage. And I want to look at completions and touchdowns. And you make one bet. You could use two to five players, two to five projections in one and went up to 10 times your money. So it's like Kyler Murray over under 255 yards Pat, or, you know, uh, Price pick projections, 255 yards. And you could pick more or less. Rushing yards. If you would have picked more than whatever it was Sunday, you would have lost. <laughs> and you could just jam those two to five in a row, went up to 10 times your money. And it's not just football, okay? It's NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, PGA, college football, college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR. You get the idea. Even tennis. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's super easy. You just pick more or less than the projection. Piece of cake. And they also have fast and easy withdrawals and safe ones, which are very important. Download the PricePix app or go to pricepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. Deposit 100 bucks, get 100 from PricePix. Deposit 50, get 50. You get the idea. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to get that instant deposit match. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON for that instant deposit match up to a hundred bucks at pricepicks.com and the price picks app. Am I being too harsh on Cliff? Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. It's growing. I'm here every day with you. I'm here every day with you. If this is your first listen to Locked On Cardinals, thank you. It's a tough one. Hopefully it'll get better soon. If this is your second listen, if this is your 100th listen, thank you. I'm doing this with you and for you, and thank you for being along this journey with me. Um, Am I being too harsh on Cliff Kingsbury? If you look at my Twitter feed at Clancy's Corner, the main character in my Twitter story yesterday was Cliff Kingsbury. He was the antagonist. Yeah. Yeah. Not protagonist. He was the antagonist. Yeah, he was the bad guy. And I've thought multiple times, am I being too harsh on this guy? Not like from a human level, because this is not personal attacks on Cliff Kingsbury as a person. I don't, I'm not a mean person. You know, I'm not a bad person. I don't know why people would ever do that. This is the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, and his name happens to be Cliff Kingsbury. Am I being too harsh on him? And I've thought, you know, maybe I am. You know, maybe a lot more of this is on Kyler Murray than Cliff. And at times, I think that could be possible. And then I think, 
players are constantly getting better. Players are constantly working. Players are constantly a work in progress. And hopefully for them, they'll have a coach or a set of coaches that will teach and coach them to get better. And that's what's lacking on this team. So yes, both can be true. Kyler Murray has more of the blame pie percentage than what I, you know, notate. And the reason for that, the catalyst for that, in some degree, is Cliff Kingsbury's inability to teach. Cliff Cliff Kingsbury's inability, inability to elevate. Cliff Kingsbury's inability to make Kyler Murray better. Patrick Mahomes wouldn't be absolute Patrick Mahomes if it weren't for Andy Reid. He wouldn't be. He just wouldn't be. He'd still be excellent. He'd still be great. But what Andy Reid does to build that ecosystem around him, coaching, teaching, a perfect mix of trust and discipline, Cardinals don't have that. They don't. So that's why I ride Cliff so hard. That's why I'm so tough on him. Because he's not doing the one thing that he's brought to do, is coach. He's not brought in to call plays. Head coaches earned that right. Cliff Kingsbury was given to him. And it's something that frustrates me because the Cardinals have an offensive coordinator and an assist associate head coach and slash defensive coordinator. And the reason why I give Vance Joseph his flowers more than maybe I should is because he's at times, elevating that defense and the talent that's given to him. Cliff Kingsbury's been given, you know, uh, you know, DuckTales or whatever, Scrooge, not Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, maybe Scrooge McDuck. All of the gold on offense. He's been given all of it. And he can't put up points. And you look at Kyler Murray. It's like, well, it's Kyler's fault. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's the receivers. It's, they're not on the same page. They're not being coached properly. They're not being coached properly. And that's the frustrating thing because this isn't like speed dating where you're on a a date for 20 minutes and then you move on to the next chair. This is through 2027. And I don't want to bring this out, but I have it in my back pocket. I'm going to give you a little little reminder. The first thing and the only thing, no, it was the first thing because I tweeted out a lot more. The first thing I tweeted out when I saw that Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kim got their contract extensions was, if I'm Kyler Murray, I'm requesting a trade today. And I really hope It's going to get better. And I really hope that Cliff and Kyler can start to mesh and mold. And we saw the second half of the Vegas Raiders game, and maybe that's closer than what, you know, than what we experienced on Sunday and then in week one. And maybe it was the Rams defense. And maybe they're still trying to figure things out with Hollywood Brown and how that 
you know, parlays to the rest of the offense. And maybe it's AJ Green being out. And maybe it's Devon, uh, DeAndre Hopkins being out. Maybe it's the offensive line and Cody Ford being on IR and Justin Pugh getting hobbled. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's James Conner not being 100%. Maybe that's what it is. And if it is, that's good news for everybody. Not that people are injured and suspended, but that's the reasoning behind this just bad offensive start aside from a quarter and a half. Because, remember, the offseason was to bolster the offense and leave the defense to its own devices. And the defense, through three weeks, is more stable than the offense. Both aren't great. And take away Patrick Mahomes in the first, you know, if you're just going to remove the first game, the last two games, the defense has been more stable. Second one through the end of the game. And that's terrifying. And that's why I'm so tough on Cliff Kingsbury. Because if Cliff Kingsbury, if the offense isn't, let me, if the offense isn't the strength of the Arizona Cardinals, what is Cliff Kingsbury doing here? I'll leave you with that for about 45 seconds until we come back. Alice Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know, free and available wherever you get your platform, wherever you get your podcast. Um, you know, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you get them. It'll just download, man. Every day. Every day. Cardinals information, content, opinion. Every single day. Free agent primer after week three? Oh, you better believe it, baby. Alex Lancy locked on Cardinals next. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Alex Clancy, I am your host. Follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner, if you so desire. Join me at halftime of the Arizona Cardinals and Carolina Panthers game on Sunday on Twitter Spaces and on YouTube. Building a nice little crowd. Thanks for hanging out. Bring your, bring your questions, your comments. Uh, yeah, we're going to continue to do that. It's fun. Hopefully, the Cardinals will have a better first half in week four uh, against a team that they have trouble beating regardless of who quarterback is. Last year, it was Colt McCoy, and then I don't think Kyler Murray's ever beaten him. So should be an interesting matchup in Carolina where the Cardinals have to win. The Cardinals have to win. The Cardinals have to win. Um, injuries everywhere on this roster. Injuries everywhere. Rondo Moore hasn't played a snap. A.J. Green seemed to have gone down with a pretty serious knee injury. He really tried to stick it out after being hobbled and then coming back in the game. Um They need help on offense. They need help on defense. And there are some names out there that, and here, this is not like a, oh my goodness gracious, there is a $100 million worth player on the free agent market now. No, you've got to kind of, you've got to grade on a curve here. We've got to look at this like we're C minus calculus students, and we're hoping the curve will get us up to about a B minus. We're hoping that enough people failed, so we're moving up to about a B minus. So just go with me here. D Ford, outside linebacker, injury prone, but has had great success in this league. Okay, he's there. Um, Will Fuller is there. And Will Fuller got suspended. Will Fuller is Matthew Berry, formerly of the Four Letter Network, and now with NBC Sports, I believe, 
has one of the best lines about Will Fuller ever. If he's healthy, you're starting him in fantasy football. He's not healthy a lot, but the Cardinals could definitely use him to spread the field, and I think he'd be a home run, and I don't think he'd garner that much money, and he's still out there. Blake Martinez, still out there, 28, inside linebacker, would be a huge step up from Nick Vigil, would be a step up, it seems like, from Isaiah Simmons, and, I mean, maybe worth a look. Eric Flowers, Eric Flowers, uh, interior offensive lineman, has, has never been great, but he's played a lot of meaningful snaps, and I think depth on the offensive line, because James jo- uh, jo- uh, Josh Jones just doesn't play. They're not even going to move him out of position at this point. So that's another third-round pick that is not seeing the field. Eric Flowers, maybe worth a look. Again, not great, not great, but could be worse. Dominican Sue still out there, 35 years old. Put him and put him and uh, JJ Watt next to each other, especially with Rashad Lawrence going down with an injury on Sunday. Could have something there. Um, you know, Donta Hightower was it uh, was a Pro Bowler in, in in New England for a while, inside linebacker. Could be moved in and make an immediate impact. Like there are guys out there that the Cardinals can use to to fill holes. And they're just not, they're just, you know, this is who we're rolling with, boys, is what they tell people. And I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Especially an inside linebacker, somebody that can help with the middle of the field. And this isn't ideal. I mean, there's a couple different ways to look at this. The Cardinals had three very tough games in the first three weeks. Now, with the Raiders dropping to 0-3, that may be marred a little bit. But going into the season, when we saw week one, week two, week three, Chiefs at home, Raiders on the road, Rams at home, this is pretty much where we thought we could be. It looked way different than what we thought it would look like. But them being 1-2, and them getting a victory, instead of being 0-3, which aside from that second half in overtime in the miraculous way they won, they were looking 0-3 in the face. But they're 1-2. They play Carolina on the road to get to 2-2 and if they win. And they're cooking in the NFC West. Like, the and I talk about this. You can also check me out with Tyler Rowland from Locked on Titans. I do Thursday Locked on NFL, which is really fun. He and I have a really good time talking about the national stories. The NFC was looked at as not as deep as the AFC. And through a couple weeks, the NFC is deep in an icky way. It's like there's a lot of teams that are okay, a lot of them. And a couple of them could win divisions. And a couple of them could make a playoff run once they get in. Like the NFC is going to be yucky football to watch. And the AFC is going to be sexy like it has been. I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Tua and Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, if, if the Chargers can make the playoffs, like it's going to be like West Coast, sexy football, regardless of where they are on the map. And the NFC is going to be, ugh, but there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be vying for seven spots. And we've seen that through a handful of weeks. So all the Cardinals need to do is remain, is remain. Pete Holmes, check him out, hysterical comedian. All they have to do is remain in the hunt. And I think by adding a piece or two before the trade deadline, do it now. Be proactive, not reactive. I've been imploring Steve Kime to do this forever. Be proactive. Go get some guys. Go get some bodies that can play football. I think Will Fuller would be a great addition. Why not? 
one year, five mil, do it. Who cares? The Cardinals need a jolt. They need a jolt of energy. They weren't awake on Sunday at home against the, against the Los Angeles Rams, which absolutely blows my mind. And that goes back to my last segment about Cliff Kingsbury and his inability to coach Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.